Welcome to the 5G Decretory Podcast, where we will explore the hottest topics in 5G with some of the industry's leading minds. The biggest event for 5G, I think globally, but for sure in Europe is broadcasted live from Riga, Latvia. So welcome, and um, on the poll section, uh, you might see the, the question and I would like you to answer, do you see a real value in digital twins for real estate, uh, yes or no? And as you might have guessed, our next topic is real estate, and of course it's uh, related to 5G uh, implementations in this industry. So one of the most interesting applications of 5G is in the real estate industry. In this sector, they are extensively using digital twins, extended reality and artificial intelligence to ensure quality, speed and safety. So in this session, we have some of the thought leaders in the area to discuss these applications and look at specific collaborations on a private uh, 5G in, pa uh, in Paris, yes, uh, and I believe that is the venue you guys uh, are sharing. I mean, I, I saw in the video in the break that you uh, have a physical stage that you're on, which is uh, nowadays a rare thing uh, to have, actually. So our speakers sharing a stage uh, are Aaron Partouche, uh, 5G and Edge Business Development Director at uh, Colt Technology Services, and Pierre-Louis, uh, the uh, leader at... Uh, uh, it's IT strategy for real estate and construction verticals at uh, one point. Gentlemen, I give floor to you. Thank you. Hi, everyone. My name is Aaron Partouche, and I'm working for Colt since more than nine years. My current goal, my current role, sorry, give me the opportunity to incubate new 5G and age concepts for enterprise markets. I'm based in Paris, but have a global scope uh, in Colt. Before Colt, I spent all my career in mobile industry supporting the deployment of uh, different mobile networks across the world. I'm pleased to talk with Pierre Luquet, today consultant uh, uh, working at one point and specialist for real estate and construction verticals. With Pierre we are incubating 5G with one of our joint customers here, a live real estate company in France, and we would like to share some initial thoughts with all of you. Pierre-Louis, hi, would you like to introduce yourself first? Hello, Aaron, and uh, hello, everyone, and thank you for inviting me to this event today to discuss uh, the pilot project that we are running together. So to quickly introduce myself, I started working in the real estate industry uh, at the beginning of my career. Then I moved uh, to uh, more technological subject because before bringing those two expertise together, since my first clients today are players in the real estate and construction industries. So over the past uh, few years, I had the chance to collaborate on large transformation projects in these verticals. And I'm uh, currently working for ICAD, which is a, a leading French commercial real estate company on a pilot project around uh, indoor 5G and the future of the building connectivity. The main question we are trying to answer is what value can we expect from 5G for all the players in this market, from the building owners to the end users, including tenants and site operators. And we are currently standing uh, in La Défense, uh, the main business center of Paris, in Imagine Office workspace, where we have deployed our private 5G standalone network. 
uh, as uh, I mentioned, is uh, Imagine Office is a, is a co-working space company, which is an affiliate of ICAD uh, and also a tenant uh, in the building we are sitting in. The employees and customers of Imagine Office will be our first friendly users uh, in this pilot. And it has been uh, more than one year since we started working on this project, in particular with Colt, uh, which is leading a superb initiative to create a large ecosystem of technological partners. So, Aaron, um, do you want to explain uh, the consortium involved uh, in this uh, and their contribution to this project? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, uh, since it's the ambition of this pilot is very high and the market is very dynamic, we are seven companies from different parts of the world. I mean, from France, of course, from Italy, from US, from Canada, from Germany, from UK, with different backgrounds to commit together, uh, together on this 5G pilot. The role of each of the parties is as follows. ICAD manage the site, the value chain in this building. They also manage directly the spectrum licenses with ourselves, the regulatory body in France. Colt leads the consortium, covers uh, one connectivity, synchronization, telco network edge to host 5G core networks and other uh, virtual functions. ADVA integrates the main elements and manage the network functionalities on their advanced mobile environment. They are an essential partner based on their end-to-end expertise. Airspan is providing an open RAN platform and will introduce 5G modem to help us in our initial phase. So you can see one of these modems here, this box, and you can see an antenna here on the ceiling in the top left, which is one of the radio units that we deployed. So Airspan was one of the few uh, radio suppliers that were able to cover the 5G spectrum that we have here. Uh, so we have the band N38 or band N41, so the 2.6 gigahertz TDD. Uh, and later we will work on introducing the 26 gigahertz band, which is the other band that we have to make this, this experimental uh, uh, pilot. Accedian is providing the monitoring solution to monitor the performance of the private 5G network. And TIPCO is responsible for the 5G installation, test and run and support uh, and, and support the uh, and with the support of Advan Colt, and also will bring some 5G devices and skill set to manage uh, some robotic applications. I hope I was not confused. Atonet Core Network Accedian, the performance monitoring uh, solutions. Uh, so, with the support of this consortium, we will test this private 5G uh, in this building in La Defense. We will enable, I hope, a lot of new use cases in, for, for co working space environment. So it's new. It's well known so far that in the industrial sectors, in the big transport hubs like in the airport and ports, we have a lot of traction around private 5G and exploring new use cases. It's less well known, but we could have also this kind of interest in other verticals, such as retail, uh, capital market, or real estate. So it's inter interesting to understand also what kind of uh, interest they are looking for based on my inter uh, different interactions I could have with this kind of customers, we could see that they see a 5G as a potential mean to support their, their digital transformation, to develop new customer experience, or even to reduce some cost. Pierre, what would you say, tell me what would you say about the 5G expectations in the real estate sector? I would say that uh, expectations are really high, but that we don't know today how much added value this technology will generate for the sector. 
It's important to understand that in terms of connectivity, the real estate industry is currently facing some major challenges. First of all, tenants that are increasingly sensitive to building connectivity. Data is becoming the fourth fluid in the building with the landlord responsibility, and it comes after water, electricity, and payback. Uh, we also have recent uh, environmental quality and ed energy efficiency standards that makes new buildings impermeable to outdoor mobile networks. The real estate players are, especially those who own offices and corporate buildings, anticipate a long-term impact on their assets with the widespread of use, uh, with the widespread use, sorry, of consumer energy. Uh, in the next two years, especially if connectivity is better at, uh, at home than at the office. Taking uh, this into account and uh, also some other, uh, other concerns uh, about the development line of real estate programs, because the technological choices that uh, the developers make today commit them for uh, at least the next four years, uh, the arrival of 5G is seen rather positively by the industry and as an opportunity to address some of the challenges that I just mentioned. So, according to you, Aaron, what could be the main challenges and uh, success factors of such a pilot? So, we are experimenting with something that, to my knowledge, has not been done, or at least not in this context. So, being a pioneer on a subject is always a challenge. As such, we have faced, and we will continue to face, issue, but for which we will have to find solutions collectively. One of the main objectives for court is to evaluate how we could enable 5G based on our footprint and new edge capabilities coming from court assets or coming from partners. I remind that it's a fully disaggregated infrastructure based on open RAN and virtual 5G standalone core network. So we have to manage all these virtual functions inside edge platforms, including the DU element, which requires hardware accelerator. Ava was really strong and reliable partner to make this integration. Second type of challenge is to find the partners, all these end-to-end partners, to have a complete end-to-end -end solutions, including other partners that I didn't mention, but that are supporting us, Court. So on the security, we have Juniper that help us to, to, to add the firewall, and new startups that were coming from Cisco. The success factors of this pilot will rely at the end on our joint capacity with the consortium and with the different partners to work on a work and develop a scalable solution that can be replicated uh, in other environments. The success factors will also obviously rely on the success of the use cases that we will deploy to prepare the future environment of work in a smart office and smart building environment. According to UPRE, what are the most important use cases and challenges? Um, the first use cases that we're working on are related to the smart building in order to operate a private mobile network and to converge on it all the connectivity needs of the building. We are also working on the impact of technology on the future work environment which could include, for example, robotics, uh, augmented reality, HD, or even 3D video confer conferencing, and uh, even the use of a metaverse. <clears throat> so you see, we work on both uh, very technical issues and also uh, on very business-oriented issues. 
Um, about the challenges that we are facing, uh, 5G is still a quite controversial subject in France, especially because of the energy consumption and the health impacts. So we are therefore chosen to adopt a, a scientific and transparent approach uh, to these aspects in order to measure and to report uh, to the various stakeholders. The other challenge that I see concerns the scaling up and the industrialization of the pilots. The variability of the economic and of the operational model will depend a lot on the synergies we will have been able to create together and uh, of the success of the new usage that we test in PP5 with Imagine Office and its customers. So, in order to succeed in these challenges, we are calling for companies and startups about products or solutions to test, or that would be interested in uh, experimenting with us on the topics of smart building, connected real estate, and the future of work environment related to 5G. So feel free to contact us after the session or via LinkedIn because we are looking for new partners. Thank you again, uh, Terry, for sharing this insight to the tech industry. We have a few minutes, I think, for questions. Please feel free and to, to pause them or to, to ask them. Yeah, again, my compliments for your wonderful stage with this uh, orange uh, curtain. Really, it looks uh, good. It makes me think of the uh, theater. But uh, yeah, thank you for sharing your uh, thoughts and, and experiences. Actually, for me, this is the first time I heard the term metaverse uh, in the, in the you know, business sort of conference. So interesting, uh, new trends coming in. Uh, we ask our audience, we don't have questions, but we ask our audience about their opinion.